0: in front of your face when you hit the clapper you are on the air
1: hi my name is jim Prey. this is the jim pray show and we got a very good show for you we got three guests guest number one the very talented beautiful tara murphy so tara welcome to the show and Thank how you. are you
2: i'm good how are you
1: okay and this is your big chance Yes. What do you got to plug? You got a, you're a movie to plug or what?
2: I sure do. I have a movie called Givers of Death, and it's coming. It's coming soon, as uh, soon as the theaters open. Uh, it was bought by Sony Pictures, uh, God for short. I was in the background, but I was also in the trailer. So if you see the trailer, you'll see me. <laughs> and. Also, I'm in another movie, but that's not going to be for like a little while yet. I have one line and then one. <laughs> okay,
1: so you're going to have to send me when, when they're going to show it because yes. myself and James want to go there to <laughs> cause a lot of, uh, you know.
2: As soon as I know, I'll let you know.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Guest number two, the world wrestling heavyweight champion, the magnificent, talented James Walker. So, James, welcome to the show, and how are you? I am doing well. Thank you, Jim. Okay, and uh, you got anything to promote? Here's your big chance.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, as you know, I am the god of thunder and electrolysis, and uh, anybody who's looking to get rid of that unwanted hair, I'm the guy. <laughs> World championship hair removal. <laughs>
1: okay, that's a very good, <laughs> unique plug. All right. Guest number three, the very talented, beautiful, exceptional uh, writer, Linda Gross. Welcome to the show, and uh, how are you?
3: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Okay, so this is your big chance to promote your books, your, your radio show, and everything else. So go ahead, fire away.
3: All right. I have several books out. Um, go to Amazon, Linda Gross, and you should see them. But the, what I'm promoting right now is The Science of Mastering Women, The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. So it's a book for men, obviously. And I also do have a podcast along the same line. The Men's Advocate Show is the podcast. The Men's Advocate Show.
1: Okay. And uh... – I wanted to say I'm sorry uh, I heard about your friend your friend Larry King di- died can you please tell us uh, what you want to know about Larry King like a final tribute of him
3: Oh my gosh he he was so nice to me and so generous I talked to him before I started my radio show And I said, uh, you know, who else to ask other than Mr. Radio himself? And he said, tell me what the premise of your show is. And I said, it's based on my book. And he says, tell me the premise of your book. So I went over the four points of the book. And and he says, uh, you're going to do far, kid. You don't need any advice from me. You're going to do great. So,
1: Yeah, yeah, he he had a great radio show and then he had a great TV show on CNN.
3: Right. He
1: started on radio, though, for decades. Yes, yes, yes. I, re- I remember listening to him, and uh, I watched his uh, TV show, and I think he was one of the best interviewers ever, and he got really good guests. And right. without further ado, Linda, put on your thinking cap. Get ready. We're going to fire away with questions. So guest number one, Tara Murphy, go ahead. Fire away with your questions.
2: All right. I was going to ask, how long have you been writing?
3: Ooh, 2007. So oh, it's wow. been
2: 13 years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So did you go to school for writing or is it like a natural talent?
3: Um, I did. I based my men's book, the one that I'm promoting, uh, The Science of Mastering Women. I went to, I got, I have a degree from UCLA in psychology. And so I combined all of my academic research on the book with, interviewing what I call the man on the street. Um, Man on the street today is the internet, of course. Mm -hmm. So I interviewed 20,000 men on the computer. Wow. (laughs) So I coupled those two things, the academic part and then what the guys had to say, and I was asking the guys, you know, what's your roadblocks, what's your hangups, what are you not good at, what would you like to be better at? And so um, based on their answers, on what they needed to know, that's how I wrote the book. Very interesting,
2: thank you.
1: (laughs) Any more questions, Tara? (laughs) Okay, James Walker, the heavyweight wrestling champion, fire away with your question. Okay, they
0: say you, you, you lead with the big one, so uh, tell me, what's women's problem with accountability? <laughs>
3: I'm sorry, what's, what's accountability?
0: What's women's problem with accountability?
3: Oh, because they deem things to be confrontational. So, you know, if you're, you, you can make them accountable, but you've got to come from an angle to where they're not being, they don't see the conversation as being con- confrontational. Women avoid co- being confrontational, whether the, whether the subject is or not. Um, so that's why. And they don't want to be
0: accountable. They're they're squirrely that way. You're telling me. (laughs) I had a a funny situation happen once. I was with a friend. We were not romantic with each other, but, you know, we're having dinner together. And she's talking about uh, her relationships. And she got on this subject where she was kind of doing the I'm not a gold digger speech. (laughs) And I said to her, um, well, the thing is, there are certain things that women like that just happen to include things that require you to spend a lot of money. (laughs) And (laughs) she said, that's not true. Um, I'm not looking for a guy's money. And I says, well, I don't know what I could buy to get your attention. But typically speaking, women notice things like an expensive, fast car. They don't know what the car is, mind (laughs) you. But they can tell that it's expensive and fast. Maybe it's a house. And the next thing out of her mouth was, Oh, did I tell you about this new guy I'm dating? <laughs> He's got this really nice red car. And I says, What is it? Oh, I don't know. Uh, and I says, but you know, it's expensive and fast.
3: <laughs> All right. Well, your male listeners will be very happy to know that there isn't one word in my book that says that the guy has to have money. <laughs> It's <laughs> good. Guys that have a lot of game and they don't have money, so it's not a requirement. Mm-hmm. And here's the difference: <laughs> it's not the money per se; it's what the money represents. So what it represents is confidence, and women need confidence like they need air. So as long as you can build your confidence, you don't need the money. And those those gold diggers they're shallow people. You don't want a gold digger in the first place. You know, you, you want a woman that already has a life, so to speak. So if she, if the only topic she can talk about is, you know, what you have materially, she's probably a very shallow person and move on. Well, so the good in the book, a good portion of the book relates to how to get confidence which is your number one ingredient that you need to make any relationship work. Whether it's a one-night stand or if you're going for a long-term relationship, you can use some of my tips in the book on how to um, create and build on that confidence.
0: Well, I would say that as much as it's not necessarily money, it is, at the end because the thing is women don't know that they're looking for money because they don't know what stuff costs (laughs) (laughs) they all say that they want a uh, they want to find a guy get married have two to five children live in a nice suburb in a six bedroom house with a pool and they don't realize what that all costs There is
1: that. (laughs) Boy, James, sounds like you had a lot of bad things. I'm not
0: arguing with it. This is not, this is the funny thing. You you say something like that, and people say, Who hurt you? It's like, No, this is just (laughs) fact. This isn't good, bad, or indifferent. It's just a fact. If a woman wants you to take her, say, uh, out to dinner, you know she doesn't want you to take her to McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> so, just to get to have this conversation where you decide whether or not you ever want to see her again, you have to come out of pocket for whatever is going to be you know, a decent showing on your yes, part. Yes. You look like a fool if you take her to the most expensive place in town on a first date. But on the other hand, what's the place that you're going to pick? And... They don't understand that when you say, well, I've spent all of this, you know, I should at least get a second date if I want it, well, you're putting, um, you know, you're putting something on her, so to speak. But at the same time, all she's been put out for is her makeup and whatever she wore today and taking time out and getting a free meal. Wow. (laughs) You're really out. (laughs) But you don't get so credit the
3: for money, So the money equation, she's relating the money to security. She wants safety and security for herself and for her kids. That's what the money represents to her. Conversely, you guys have your wish list, too. You know, you want somebody who's between 120 and 140 pounds and is very curvy. So you have a visual uh, prerequisite that you guys want, too. So it's a different thing. She wants security. You want, (laughs) you know, that hip-to-waist ratio.
0: But most women don't care what we want. Uh, they, at least not enough to find out what it is. <laughs> you, you ask the average woman, well, what does a man fine. want? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's it's a little harder than you think. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You ask the average woman, what what does a man want, and she's got one thing on the list, and then she's clueless. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Because they're self-centered, they don't care. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know what it is? It's, it's not that difficult to figure out. But you're right. There's a lot of simple-minded women out there. They just don't care and don't know. But I I teach my guys on a first date, especially on a first date, do not take them to some place that's expensive. Uh, no concert tickets, no sporting <laughs> events, nothing that you're going to be for three, three hours. Or pay two hundred dollars for a dinner? Heck no! None of that stuff. It should be short and sweet. It should be a meet and greet. Like a you know, shop. go for a hike or mm-hmm. go for an ice cream. Coffee. I don't know why, but coffee shops don't work. They really? don't work. But an ice cream cone or <laughs> market. You know, stuff like that. uh-oh
0: yeah the problem maybe with, there's an art
3: show down near under an hour
0: yeah the problem with the uh coffee shop date is you run the risk of it being just a five minute look up and down and yeah you know what my mother's <laughs> calling me <laughs> <laughs> at least with yeah. dinner you're committed to wait till the uh entrees come out <laughs>
3: Or, or go for a drink. Go for cocktail hour. You I, go. Go. I really like that. Do you do that. You know, get in and out in under an hour, which is what I want you to do. All
1: right, James, any more? Oh,
0: I'm like you. I could go on
1: forever, but I'm passing uh, okay. over. Okay. For... So, well, Linda, <laughs> are you ready for my questions? All right. You usually get people, women angry, but I ask them anyways. <laughs> All right, first question. I notice this with my mother and father a lot. Uh, why do women, uh, a lot of women, expect men to read their minds? Like, my my, my mother, she, she wouldn't tell my father exactly what she wanted for her birthday or Christmas. She expected my father to read her, read her mind. But my father, a lot of times, would get it wrong, and she would get angry at him, and... She, he would end, be ending up uh, sleeping on the couch for a long time. But w- why don't uh, why don't a lot of women just say exactly what they want for their birthdays and Christmas? Why you know why do a lot of women expect men to read their minds? I don't get it.
0: I already asked her about accountability. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's it's because women can read minds, so they think that men can read minds. That's not true, of course. <laughs> operate differently and the reason why a woman can read minds is because of her baby you know the the first two years of life the baby's not talking right so you know based on the cry we have to know whether does it need a diaper change true (laughs) is it hungry is it cranky does it need burping like it's like you know 10 different possibilities here so we have to figure it out um based on the clues that we see So think that you fall in that category, too. And we have no idea that you don't fall in that category, that you can't read minds like other women do. And then on top of all that, (laughs) women have this thing called volition. So with adult women, like we can read their minds or, you know, you finish the other person's sentence or you have a best friend or you have a mom. Like you don't even really have to talk that much. You, You get it. You know, you get the other person. So they just mistakenly assume that guys have this talent, too. They don't get it, that you don't have the talent.
1: Okay, well, this, this is a shout-out to uh, a lot of women out there in uh, inter-land, land, TV land, and radio land. Please, yeah. relationships are hard enough. Just tell guys exactly what you want for your birthdays and Christmas, you know, and make relationships a lot easier.
0: But if you loved me, you'd know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's another problem I noticed with my parents. My mother would say to my father, after dressing up completely, she says to my father, do you notice anything different? Oh, boy. (laughs) And he would screw this up because it would just be like a slight... She would buy a new pair of earrings that were slightly different than her old ones, and she would get <laughs> pissed off at them. And then you, they would argue, and he would sleep on the couch. I mean, it's sort of like a, a guy going to the car, opening up the hood, and telling, like my father saying to my mother, Hey, do you notice anything different <laughs> under the hood of yeah. my car? I mean, it just, well, I don't, why do women do that? It, do, it doesn't make any sense to me.
3: Yeah, it's it's along the same lines as reading your mind. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> another one of those things. But
0: it's a it, great it, way to start an argument. Yeah, that's, a, well, that's.
3: Oftentimes, a woman can walk into a room and there's a thousand objects in, like her son's room or whatever, and there's one book that's out of place or one ball that's out of place, and she notices it. So she thinks that men have that skill, too, but that's not
1: the case. (laughs) Maybe with something like a car or underneath the hood of a car or something like that or something like a baseball or a baseball bat. But, you know, but I'm saying another another thing I'd noticed. Why are a lot of women attention whores and validation whores? Can you explain that to me?
3: Well, because we, I have a chapter in my book with
1: regard to <laughs> this. This is a whole chapter?
3: Yeah, this is going to take a whole while. Chapter. <laughs> um, It's called the pick me pick me gene, (laughs) meaning that we know that you have a choice of 20 women. And just because we have your attention momentarily, it doesn't mean you're going to pick us at the end of the day or the end of the whatever, right? So we have to go out of our way to grab your attention. So whether that's through lipstick or makeup or the bikini top or, you know, uh, twerking or whatever it is, we have to go out of our way and to be a standout from the other 20
1: women that you're looking at. <laughs> so that's why. That's why, huh? Yep. Oh. Uh, and here's another thing. I once dated this woman. She had she had two kids. Yep. And this was really weird about her. Uh, during, let's say, I'd take her to a good uh, restaurant to buy her a good meal. And then she would bring up the two kids and talk about them, and then she, she asked me uh, comments about it, and then I would comment, and then you yell at me, I don't wanna talk about my two kids, why are you talking about them? <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, what the hell? Well,
3: mean oh. me guess the kids are boys,
0: right?
1: Yes. Okay, how did I know? Uh, I don't know, how did you
0: know? <laughs> We're so, back to it. Makes a good argument. Mothers
3: and their sons. You know, the the sun rises and sets on mothers and their sons. So yeah. they have. Even if you tell them it's off limits, don't talk about your kids. They still, some kind of way, they have to bring it up.
1: Yeah, but Especially, they bring it up. And, they
3: don't necessarily bring up their daughters, but they will bring up their sons.
1: But they bring it up, and then they ask you questions about what they're talking about and then you, you, you comment on them and then they yell at you, hey, I don't want to talk about my two sons. Well, why are you talking about them? And
0: how dare you talk about my children? <laughs> yes.
3: yeah. that's, that's not fair. That,
0: that,
3: that, part, that part's not fair, so I agree with you.
1: <laughs> and what that, Women with a raw deal? <laughs> well, here's a, here's a general question for you. Uh, yeah. The divorce rate is about 50% why are men men and women so horrible at relationships
3: because they assume that the other sex thinks just like they do and that's absolutely not true
1: <laughs> I agree with that
3: I mean there is a hundred and one thing that we do
1: uh-oh, I think she froze up again. Technical
3: difficulties. Technical
1: difficulties. difficulties. Okay. Wait
3: till... So, the more you acknowledge how different we are. Men are very late. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why it's doing that. It's. Yeah. I don't know why it's doing that. I have 200 megabits. I have, like, the fastest internet there is. Oh, well.
1: I guess it's um, just a, a lot.
3: Oh, gosh, where were we? Um...
1: We're talking about how uh, men and women are pushing. so so horrible at relationships. The divorce rate is 50%. Oh, Over 50 okay, And so the
0: women are the ones who I, leave 80% of the time. <laughs>
1: really? Is That's that true?
0: The stat? Oh, I, have,
3: I have an answer to that one, too. Okay, so if you understand that the other sex works the opposite way as, as you do, all, it, it's like the keys to the magic kin- kingdom open up. We both might start at letter A, we both might wanna get to letter Z, but how we get there is very different. Men are linear. It's like, give me the facts, get to the bottom line, what's your point? It's, it's, it's a very li- linear way of speaking and talking and interacting with somebody. Women are not direct, they are not linear. So, they'll that's why your clues and, you know, hints and all that kind of stuff where women feel comfortable with going beating around the bush Men don't feel comfortable beating around the bush. They're just like, "Tell me which earrings you want, and I'll buy them for your birthday." It's like, "Tell me which one." Yeah. You know, (laughs) make it easy for me. But women are like, "No, you need to guess at it. You need
0: to know what which one I
1: want." You need to read my mind. (laughs) You need
0: to buy the ones that remind you of (laughs) me, and then have me get upset with you because why does this remind you of me?
1: (laughs) All right. Right. I I noticed. notice also with women there's certain phrases or words when they say it boy is a guy in big trouble when they say like when they say never mind can you tell me other words that <laughs> well when women say that boy you're in big trouble
3: i'm fine that's another <laughs> one fine <laughs> <laughs> i'm not fine <laughs> yeah.
1: all right i got more questions but i'll let tara ask them
3: Oh, I want I wanted to go to the divorce rate.
1: Oh, you wanted and, to go to the divorce rate? Okay, okay, go all, ahead. You know,
3: all these points are in my book, so you guys need to check it out. The, the science of mastering women on Amazon. You can uh, download the um, ebook in a few seconds, and if you're a Prime member, you can download it for free. Really? Or, or what most people do is they um, ask for the paperback. So, if you ask for the paperback, because they like to highlight, they tell me, they like to highlight, earmark the pages, reread certain chapters that are relevant to them. If you uh, ask for the paperback, it's going to take them five days or so to ship it to you. And guess what? They give you the ebook free while you're waiting. So, save yourself some money because everybody that buys the ebook, they always come back and say, oh, well, you know what? I really do need the paperback.
1: That's a good <laughs> so, deal.
3: Yeah, it's a good deal. All right. So, getting to James's question about the divorce rate, why is it that women are always the ones to leave? Break up. Yeah. Well, it's not that the guys haven't thought about it, they have thought about it. But men have in their genetic code, I cannot be wrong. Oh. So, what that means is they can't admit to themselves that they chose the wrong woman right or they got in the wrong relationship right now yeah. so if you went out you will make life very difficult for the woman to push her to where she is pushing you out so I mean the best way to push her out is to cheat on
0: her right? <laughs> <laughs> I would have to disagree and say that that's the reverse <laughs> guys understand her, guys why
3: men don't break up they can't be
0: wrong. No. Come out, no. Like a bro- oh. men, men, men understand duty and loyalty. Just because you're pissing me off today doesn't mean we can't work it out yeah. tomorrow. That's why men don't leave. They're usually surprised when the woman does because, hey, I've been working through all this crap with you, and I haven't even told you about half the stuff you pissed me off about. <laughs>
1: Alright, I got more questions, but I'll Tara I think she wants some questions.
2: What um what have you learned uh by interviewing that many people <laughs> by that interviewing that many men?
3: Well, you know, I got to about five hundred of the same answers <laughs> to the same question. And I thought, wow, that's kinda cool. I gotta keep going. <laughs> going here a thousand answers to the same questions and then i thought okay well there's no coincidence here um a lot of times in psychology we have this thing called nature versus nurture Mm -hmm. and for decades we've been hearing that it is nurture in other words it's your parents or how you were brought up or your school teachers or your siblings or you know basically your environment molds who you are Mm -hmm. And I've always thought that's not true. It's biology, because Mother Nature isn't stupid. She wants, you know, the, the species, she doesn't want species to die out. So there are certain biological processes that are in play. So anyway, um, I kept on going, and I kept interviewing more and more, and, I, and it turned out that Many of our functions, many of our behaviors are biological. They're just pre-programmed. Mm-hmm. We're pre It's based on hormones and synapses and, and what have you. There are chemical reactions that occur and that's why we act the way we act. And it's very defined. Like once you see how it all works, how the machinery works under the hood, then it's easy to figure out women. It's,
0: it's, it's so easy.
1: It's easy for you, but it's not easy for
0: if you, if If you learn to understand that it is not logical, then you can. As my grandfather told me, you can love women or you could understand them. <laughs> After all, women understand women and they hate each other.
1: Yeah, but it seems like a lot of times... Uh, I know some women that says, well, I, I got very few uh, women friends. Right. I got a lot more guy friends. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> what's going on here? Because guys understand loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tara, any more questions?
3: How, how do you like that, by the way, when your new woman is, has a lot of guy friends? Because I, I, I say, no, she, she should really stop all that.
1: I just, I mean, uh, I just say, well. That, that's the way it is, because it seems like it, it seems like it's sad, but a lot of these uh, uh, women are really backstabbers. They're very catty with each other. You see a woman? Yeah. And two women in a row in a room, and one woman walks out the room, and the other woman's saying, Oh, do you believe that uh, dress she's wearing? Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> They're maybe a little less gossipy. (laughs) Guys are. Like, I don't have, like, close personal friends that are guys, but if I want to go get some tacos or something, I'm going to hit up my guy friends, not, you know, Suzanne (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: It seems like the women should be more together, like guys are more together. You know what I'm saying? It seems like women are sort of, like, very catty with each other.
3: They can be. I mean, there are some BFFs that, you know, or moms that we've got to talk to three times a day. And, my you know, every-
0: yeah. <laughs> it's
2: like my sister.
3: That's a little thing that goes on. Yeah, sister. Um, we can be very close, but then there are other women that we're not that close close with and holy cow there's a lot of competition so it might be uh the the woman that you see at the restaurant or the bar or it might be a co-worker you just don't like the way she dresses or she wears too much perfume or you know how could she wear that to work or or whatever <laughs> or maybe you don't like um your neighbor because she keeps eyeing your man yeah. and so so jealous and insecure, like you know, get out of here, you biatch! It's like, what are you, doing? my man? So there's a lot of reason for competition and for the cat claws to come out.
1: Any more
2: questions? Uh, it's true. It's true. No, I get that a lot. Like I don't, I don't know. Older women don't like younger women. It seems like where I work. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it seems It's like, bad. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you know, women. Why? Why aren't they more like like a sisterhood? Like guys have a <laughs> more brotherhood together. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, guys are happy with just flipping the burger and throwing back a beer and they're all good. But yeah. women,
2: we got to talk know, about
3: it. I, I guess we we ask and demand more from other women. So yeah. when they don't measure up for some reason, we're the first ones in
2: line to attack them. Yeah. We got to point it out. I don't know yeah
1: mm, okay, well, one good. thing
0: what one, one thing you got to understand they're playing different games okay women yeah. are playing survivor they're all <laughs> trying to get the same guy so any way that i can like Knock that chick off of the log so that she's no longer in competition. I'm gonna do that. That's why they call each other sluts because that just means see you really don't want to marry her. She's a slut. Right. So don't and even think about her anymore.
3: Been, and that's why there's been what 22 seasons of The
0: Bachelor,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Thirty women vying over the same guy, so when you, when you said attention whore earlier, yeah. oh hell yeah, that's going to come out, <laughs> even if she doesn't have that aspect of her personality, she's going to adopt it because, you know, she's, she wants to get to the, to the end, she wants to get to the guy.
0: Now let me just say this, the, 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 this is something that might help some of the women out there. <laughs> Football will explain to you a lot about guys and how they get along, why they get along. Football gives you a situation where 22 guys all have different jobs, different aspects. The guy who makes the perfect quarterback is not going to be able to be a linebacker. The guy who is a linebacker can't run fast enough to be a running back. And so on and so forth. And they all have to work together together to work towards this goal, and when they come up short, there's this puny little guy that none of them would ever associate with except for the fact that he's going to be the reason that you hoist that trophy at the end of the day yeah. because he does that little ballet thing yeah. and puts the ball up through the hoops
1: yeah, the because kicker.
0: everybody has their place and their scope of competence, and we need each other, all of us. Right. Right. And so we respect each other that way.
1: Well, that's a good point because I thought if, that uh, when I see women playing more sports, and that that the the relationships with men and women would get it would get better because they would better understand what men go through and about team sports and.
0: No, you get your boyfriend to uh, clunker on the um,
2: <laughs> kneecap. Give me crowbar. <laughs> I got this.
1: But I'm saying, uh, do you think it would help if they had, like, your book in, like, say, high school and that and tried to ta- teach uh, males and females how to be better at relationships? That would help?
3: Oh, yeah. I have I have a big audience that is between like, you know, 14 and 25, let's say. And they say that, you know, my parents got a divorce or my parents hate each other or like whatever the story is, they don't get along. And Linda, just teach it to me correctly right out of the gate. They don't want to be uh, 30 to 35 and then have to unlearn all the bad traits and all the bad habits that they picked up along the way that don't work. So yeah, I I think it would be a decent help, absolutely.
1: Oh, and here's another thing. Um, I think guys are more into closure, and women aren't that. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> closure
0: I is accountability.
1: But, <laughs> but I'm saying I had I had a relationship of the past, and the woman broke up with me, and I just wanted closure, but uh, I I never got it, and I'm just thinking. Why couldn't you just have the, he- the human decency and the give the guy closure? And how are guys supposed to get better at relationships if you don't give them closure so they can learn as many lessons as you can from a relationship? You think you matter enough to even <laughs> yes, have that conversation? I do. not
3: like I said at the top of the hour, it has to do with confrontation. They won't have a conversation where they think that they're being confrontational. But you know what? That shoe goes is worn on both feet. There are a ton of guys out there that they won't give you closure. They ghost you. Mm-hmm. you, know, really? you know, yeah. mm-hmm. What happened? Did I stink? Did I do something wrong? Burp? I mean, like, what happened? We were having four or five great dates, and then now I'm blocked, or you're MIA, or whatever. So you guys do it too. Yeah. So, so, so
1: there are a lot of guys out there that have closure too. A lot of
2: guys. Yes. yeah
1: well, You want yes. to go into any details there?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm uh. just gonna. I'm just gonna say yes. I've been ghosted, where it's just like there was no argument, there was no fight, and it's all of a sudden, well, I don't want to see you anymore. And you're like, okay, why? <laughs> and
1: they I just block
2: help. you or delete <laughs> you.
1: And he would never give you why?
2: No. At least two. <laughs> two of them. <laughs> I, I,
0: I could give you a little bit of help with that. One of the problems yeah. with today's world is who can tell women the
1: truth?
2: Oh, that's a tough one.
1: Mothers, maybe? <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go, go with that.
1: Older sisters?
0: Yeah. <laughs> not if not it's something that she doesn't want to hear.
1: What about fathers? <laughs> Wait, 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 who? Fathers? <laughs> telling, uh, t- telling uh, like, a, a woman that... Women
0: make sure to get rid of those guys early. You <laughs> <laughs> might actually tell her that accountability is a good thing.
3: <laughs> well, it used to be, you know, back in the day, our father's generation, our grandfather's generation, it was the dad telling the daughter this is the score this yeah. is what's going on yeah. but you know we have so many oh so much divorce today that that's like practically non-existent but that's how it used to be where the dad would you know
1: well here's here's another thing i thought more women involved in sports i mean when you play sports school school his daughter on it okay huh. Well. Well, anyways, I was gonna say when you play sports, I had some tough coaches. They made you accountable. When I screwed up in a game, they let me know about it, and they made me run extra laps and do extra push-ups and sit-ups. I would, I would, I would have thought that more more women in playing sports, involved in sports, that would teach them accountability. But, but can you tell me, Linda, why that hasn't worked?
3: You, you don't find that to be true because I kind of agree with that logic. I think women playing sports themselves would mm. you know get the two of you guys more parallel with each other. No, you don't. Well, you don't I'm saying
1: that? saying are you telling me that accountability has gone up since more women have, have been playing sports?
0: No, we haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we
3: measuring sports, buddy? Because those are. T- you know what? So, I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll, you're not going to get them more
0: accountable. I'll, I'll say this the, the, the sports have not made women more accountable, yes. and you can see that from just the situation with the women's soccer team and the WNBA. They're complaining about their compensation yes. package, saying we're not getting paid on par with the guys. Well, in the women's soccer team situation, yes. they asked for a contract that gave them stability. They're gonna get this amount of money no matter what. Then they won the world championship and was like, hey, don't we get extra? No, because that's not the contract that you asked for. The (laughs) guys have the contract that says, however much you win, that's much you get paid. The WNBA, they say, we should get paid like the guys. We should get a percentage of the money that the WNBA is making. And they say this not understanding well, then in that case, you have to pay us to play because the WNBA does not make money. It's in the tank. If it weren't for the guys, there would be no WNBA because they're paying for your league.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Right.
0: Well, then you
3: have to boil it down to what's your viewership. Mm -hmm. So, like, on NFL, maybe the viewership is $8 Well, you know, a woman's team isn't going to get anywhere near that number. Yeah. So you have to tie out, perhaps, to winning number one and viewership number two, something corner. Like, you're not, that's why you're not getting male
0: money. And there, there's the point. Um, the Women don't even watch the WNBA. The WNBA can't even outsell <laughs> the World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> When the tickets for the WNBA are $5 a piece and the tickets for the World Wrestling Federation are $50 a piece, World Wrestling Federation puts more butts in the seats yeah. in the same arenas. You can actually take 10 people to a WNBA game for the price of a World Wrestling Federation ticket.
1: Really? No and
0: yet they can't even yeah. do half the attendance.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, Mhm. That's me they can't. To think.
3: If, if the attendance is there if, it's there, if the winning with losses isn't there, then that's how you have to teach the woman that, hey, that's why
0: there's uh, salary disparity. Except accountability again. <laughs> I get paid because I exist. I am here. Give me the cash. <laughs> <laughs> It's,
3: play, it's, you know, as an owner of a team. It's sports. Yeah. But by the way, I, I have the quickest way for someone to make a million dollars. How's that? <laughs> you guys, love football, right? We can all agree on that, right? Yes. If you were to put out a show or a docu-series or a book, you know i don't know what. Uh, probably people don't read too many books these days but some kind of um effort maybe it's a podcast where you teach women how to play football and not just the basics either like why did the ref call it this way why did the teammate where he should have played this position he did something different and then the ref called it this other way it's like all those little rules women are clueless on so somebody teaching women how to play football and what it all means and why it's so important to you guys I I think it's a I think it's the best <laughs>
1: I think I'd I think, I, I think, I think, think actually, I better, better work on that.
3: Though. Actually, back in the day, the guy that invented TiVo, he invented it because his girl wanted to find out what the plays meant. So, of course, you can't talk to a guy over the game, right? So like, Not a good what, idea. I mean, now it's called DVR, but back in the day, he invented TiVo so he could pause, freeze frame it, and say, "This is why the ref called this frame in this way." And look at that guy—he he made multi-million <laughs> why is inventing TiVo. He's smart. Why? So he did, you know, teach this game to his girlfriend.
1: <laughs> you make a good point. So, so Linda, why don't you t- tell us some of your uh, relationship topics on your ra- 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 uh, radio show?
3: Well, we talk about, you know, the jump point is from the book, of course, but we talk about any and all male subjects. So it goes beyond the book. So we also talk about uh, fitness, work, passion, um, you know, if you have hobbies, uh, you know, um, maybe you like hiking or smoking or cigars or guns or whatever. So anything that a guy would be interested in, that's what we talk about.
1: Okay. Well, what what are the five number one things that women complain about men? What are the five biggest complaints against men?
3: Ooh, five biggest complaints. Um... You know that you should know what i want you know like (laughs) right you should know that okay my birthday is coming up and i want the blue earrings and not the pink earrings or whatever you know
2: when the anniversary is right
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right. oh and that you should remember the dates you guys are really bad at remembering dates but you know what you don't have to remember dates we have this thing called a cell phone and so it. your phone and it'll talk to you. It'll say, ooh, tomorrow is, you know, uh Taylor's birthday or whatever. So yeah. or it into your phone and remember this stuff.
1: Okay, and what are what are the five biggest complaints that uh
3: Oh oh here's another one. Housework. Okay. Housework. Housework.
1: That men so men, so men don't I, men do not do enough
3: work it doesn't matter if she's working you feel like you're working so you don't need to do that so what you have to do is you either have to get a maid or <laughs> you have to split the chores like for example, My husband is really tall. We have a king-size bed, and he's better at making the bed. I'm short, so when I make the bed, I have to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. It's like ridiculous because six inches matters, right? Uh (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, uh, conversely, I like doing the dishes. So, that's his chore, make the bed my chore is doing the dishes so you have to split up the the chores or if you really can't come to terms then maybe the odd weeks you do those chores and the even weeks he does these other chores over here and then you switch.
0: And so. the odd months, she pays the mortgage and the utilities and the car insurance. Right.
1: All right, but this is this is a question that might get the you and the women angry, but I'm I'm going to ask it anyways. Yeah. Do you, do you think do you think it would be a good idea to teach to to have women take classes uh, in being logical? Because it seems like. <laughs> of the things I have problems with is that... That
0: that, that assumes that they would agree with the idea that there's something that they need to learn.
3: (laughs) Ain't ain't gonna happen unless they're already into STEM classes, they're already taking uh, you know, math and science.
2: Yay STEM. (laughs) My daughters are (laughs) into that.
1: Because I'm saying, one of the problems when I did in the past that I would be dealing with women that they're, they're so illogical and it would lead to arguments and No, they're very
0: logical. You bring everything. <laughs> I sit here and accept what you bring. Yeah. But it would be,
3: you know, conversely, it would be the same thing as if she asked you to be emo, which you're not.
1: Well, what does that mean? Emotional?
0: <laughs> yes. That's, that's the yeah, but, but but that's the and problem. Once you start being emotional, she'll leave you. But, because but that's you're... the problem. I
1: was, I was brought up
3: we're not wired that way, and neither are you guys. So just deal with it.
1: Well, maybe it would. Maybe it would be a good idea that logical classes for women and uh, sensitivity classes for men. Maybe that would be, and it would sort of. What? That, person's gonna, no, that Not would. not going to happen. Okay. Be, besides, well, <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> what, what what are the biggest complaints men have against women besides accountability? <laughs>
3: I'm sure James has a laundry list, right? <laughs> go for it, James. Oh, that's a question for James. <laughs> oh, he's been
2: thinking
3: about this question
0: for a Oh, <laughs> well, here we go. <laughs> oh, well, seri- seriously, it's it's not that difficult. It's just that I guess the number one thing I would have to say would be care enough about the men you claim you want to actually find out who they are, what they want and maybe even try to be kind of even in this kind of give and take so that's not all take and complaining about what you didn't get but (laughs) wouldn't you say
1: also that tell the guy exactly what you want for anniversaries well that's part of that give and take uh,
0: thing that they won't do yeah (laughs) yeah
1: and also maybe taking a lot of class and being more logical
0: yeah, they're not going to yeah. do
1: that, not do that.
2: <laughs>
0: critical you know, thinking. Is that close enough? <laughs> but, but, but see, that gets back to that thing we were talking about with 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 the ghosting thing.
2: Yeah,
0: if, if I can't tell you something and have a reasonable conversation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can I have the conversation you with you where I say, you know what? You said this and it bothered me. You did this and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. In fact, here, here's here's a good one. Here's a really good one. I have a a friend who was talking about dating me. Mm -hmm. She has the stuff in her nose that all the girls think is cute these days, and no guy I know thinks it's cute. (laughs) (laughs) And so we went on a few dates, and originally I thought, well, you know, I can just ignore that. Okay. I can't ignore that I don't want to look at her face <laughs> ah, now this is a problem if we're gonna date right. if I can't look at your face so I, I broach the subject with her and I, I say
3: not even pillow down
0: <laughs> that was that that's how we have to do it Pillow down. so I broach the subject with her where I say you know so, can you explain the whole nose jewelry thing to yeah. me? And she's wow. already on the defense. When I just asked, explain it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I said to her, girls don't like the toe shoes guys like to wear where you're, you have this toe separation. <laughs> yeah. They think they're ugly. <laughs> and they don't cringy. know And they I don't, don't know, know why guys pay <laughs> extra money to wear these ugly shoes. Right. Because they're comfortable. <laughs> right. And so, in the same vein, why do you have this stuff sticking out of your nose? And she gets really de- defensive, really upset. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, it, it, it's my self expression and yada, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, okay um, yeah, about
1: that. <laughs> I can't deal. I really can't but, deal. but I'm saying, what if you got a bad cold and you got to blow your nose on that? Huh? How the <laughs> hell can you function?
0: It's, it's
1: disgusting.
0: <laughs> but. <laughs> She says to me, you your
3: ball cap on it."
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we we it might get hooked and rip out, and then we got a real problem. But but she she says to me, "That's a deal breaker." Oh. <laughs> and I'm just like, seriously? You expect to tell me how to dress on a date? And I'm telling you, I want to throw up when I look at you because you got this stuff sticking out of your nose. And that's a deal breaker. Hmm. So the balance is just not there. It's just like these women who get mad when you say smile. Mm -hmm. I actually heard a woman say, "Um, I don't need to entertain you. (laughs) really i'm really saying smile to help you because you look really crappy right now and you don't know if the man of your dreams is walking by and he's going to say oh my god and he's not going to talk to you so smile not for me but for the guy that you might actually like Oh, okay. Wow. I was wondering how you guys said
2: that. I think you approached it perfectly.
3: You didn't uh, tell her to take it out. Right. You said, give me the background on why you have it. And you know what? If you're going to get that kind of response out of it, then move on. Yeah. I
0: mean, but, if it's a deal- but that's the point. Right. If I can't even have that discussion with her. Right. I can't even have the discussion of, this is why we can't date. Right. <laughs>
1: Well, here's another question for you, Linda. This is uh, this makes me very sad. There's a lot of good looking women out there that get ridiculous with the tattoos and the breast implants that look like they got basketballs on their chest and butt implants and all this stuff. I mean, why? I don't get it. It's why? Why is this? Why are a lot of women so super insecure? It's the arms race with the other women. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah.
3: <laughs> the boob jobs are because she's attention boring, and she thinks that you like it. You know, it's. It really makes her be a standout, but it's not completely woman's fault. I'm gonna say it's primarily her plastic surgeon's fault. <laughs> like a girl will go, she'll be like a size A cup, let's say for. And let's say she's got a small build, and really a C or a small D would be just perfectly fine. But instead, the plastic surgeon says, oh, no, you need
2: an F. As <laughs> so I get more money.
1: Oh, for... <laughs> well, I, her... I think she, she froze freeze? up again.
3: They're an F. Play <laughs> <laughs> most of the boob on the plastic surgeon. And they're... They're
1: just... Well, I think she froze up again, man. Hmm. Oh um, gosh! Okay, right, James, you want to want to sing no, a song? Here we back.
3: Oh, <laughs> back. So I don't know where we got cut off, but anyway, I'm going to blame most of the boob jobs on the plastic surgeon. Um, she, most women know what they want M- you know she walked in as an a and she's like okay I want to be a c cup or maybe a D cup a small D but no no they get talked into you need a you know a f or a double g or whatever <laughs> as the plastic surgeon has some kind of fantasy and he thinks size matters
0: <laughs>
1: so, for they the <laughs> And some of them look like they're carrying two basketballs on their chest.
3: It's absolutely horrible. So. You know, if you want to change that market, I would just say, um, you know, plastic surgeons should be more ethical in that. In that, they should be forced to sign something. Like I came in for a D. That's all I want. Just give me a D and shut up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same same with all this plastic surgery with the butt implants and every, everything else the lip and the, fillers. <laughs> lip fillers, lip fillers <laughs> yeah. and everything else. I mean, it's just it seems like sometimes it's like an arms race with other women to get this. This prize of uh, It's the movie. Kardashians' fault. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Every procedure I get is money spent on me. And guess what? I probably didn't pay for it myself, so there.
2: Oh, it could, yeah, it could... Yeah. <laughs> yeah! I know a couple people like that. Yeah. It's like a status symbol. <laughs> yeah.
3: Absolutely. And the bad part is is that women... You get plastic surgery. They have a very high suicide rate, mm-hmm. so it usually doesn't end with one doing one thing or one procedure. You know, they're back in there two years later, and oh, now, now I need a butt implant, and oh. I need
1: Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh, she froze up again. Okay, James, hit it with your song. Oh, you don't need to hear me sing. (laughs) You you must have a relationship song. So
3: it's like this continuous thing. Gosh, I'm sorry it's freezing up. I don't know why it's doing that. So um, let me know where we left off. Well,
1: well, we got got a little over two minutes. Uh, So why don't, DT, why don't you... Plug your books, your radio show, and anything else you want to plug. And then, if we got any time left, we'll have James sing his uh, relationship song. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: I, I think James said you're going to put the links uh, on the on the web right? Yes. Uh, uh, I would like to promote my book, The Science of Mastering Women, The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women that Will Change Your Life Forever. All right, find it on Amazon, ebook, or the paperback. And then also tune in to my podcast, The Men's Advocate Show, The Men's Advocate Show. You can uh, listen to me live on Blog Talk Radio or on um, all, on all plat, you know uh, podcasting platforms, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud. In fact, if you go to those three uh, platforms, you'll see all six years of my uh, you know my library, my, my previous shows.
1: All right. So this is the second show. So we're doing better because I remember the the first show I had. Boy, there was a lot of arguments. <laughs> Sue Marie walked off the show, and man, there was a ton of arguments.
2: Oh, I missed that one.
1: <laughs> yes. So, we're, so we'll, we'll have to try to do another show in the pu- future when we uh, read your books. Are you ready for that, Linda? Are you? Are, are you? Or did we get you very angry where you say I don't want to see these three people ever again?
0: Yeah, uh, you guys are great. <laughs> And, if, and and you know she loved Tara anyhow. You know we're the jerks.
1: <laughs> well, she likes the uh, Tara. Huh? Okay, James. We... You,
3: could, you could have me on a, as a refresher, like a little five-minute as a regular.
1: <laughs> okay, James. We still got time. You got any relationship song or comments or anything, oh. or, or or quotations from your grandfather or something? <laughs> well, again. The the
0: thing that we need is for women to actually care enough about the guys that they claim they want to have a relationship with <laughs> to actually find out anything about them because they're so used to just getting everything because they exist that they don't <laughs> think about it that, oh, that guy is an actual human being who have wants, needs, and desires. And the the, the thing that I will say is this, yes, we we are
1: do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll, 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 we'll do the links for you on, and thanks, Linda, for uh, being on the show.
2: Thank you. Thank nice to meet you. Thank you so
1: too. much. And we'll, we'll, we'll try to do another show in the uh, future when we read, when we read uh, one of your books or both of them. You've got two of them, right? All right. I, I, I do. I
3: have a, I have a book for women, too, Hitched in 90 Days.
1: Oh, this oh. is the button there? Okay, good. All right. Okay. Okay.
3: Alright, so, I have a fitness book The C Factor, I have a bunch of books in there but um, yeah, check out the men's book, The Science of Mastering Women
1: Okay, so this was fun and it was better because I remember last show Last show, there was, you had a big argument with Sue Marie where she walked off the show
3: <laughs> Alright, that's, that's been a minute ago, I guess
1: Yeah, alright, well All right. thanks Linda for being on the show and yeah, we'll have to another show of the future where we read the books.
3: All right, yeah. we'll do. I'll cheers. be ready. Cheers.
1: All, All right. right, Richard, you don't. Do you need anything else from Linda?
3: They're, they're saying, "Oh, uh, it's martini time." So, cheers and thank you for having me. On. Cheers.
1: <laughs> cheers, and good luck with <laughs> UCLA football. Woohoo! And the All Dodgers right. too. Yeah,
3: Yay. Dodgers. We're ready. We're going next week.
1: Oh.